I'm Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also catch my live radio broadcast at 670 AM KMZQ in Las Vegas, weekdays 9 to 10 AM. And you can also follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff at HeidiHarris.com. Just start there. All of it's connected to HeidiHarris.com. You know, as long as I've been in talk radio and I'm now going on my 20th year of doing this, I've always been open to discussions with the other side, always. I've had everybody on my show from Gene Simmons to Madeleine Albright to drone protesters to mobsters to hookers, politicians, and they're not always the same thing. I never mind talking to the left. I never mind talking to people who have a different point of view than I do. And I realized a long time ago, there's no beam of light that's going to come down into my studio and have them go, oh my gosh, she's right. I know that's not going to happen, but at least we can have a very spirited discussion. But I have to tell you, lately I've had some discussions with people and it's just been disheartening because they won't even be intellectually honest. I'll give you a couple of examples. One was I talked to a guy who's a cultural critic. I guess that's a good word for him. He's black. He writes on black issues. And everything, though, he sees in black and white. Everything. And when I had a conversation with him, I could not get him to ever admit that one of the biggest causes of poverty is illegitimacy. When somebody won't even talk about that, they won't even address that or address the responsibility that people have personally, I give up. I mean, I could have a conversation with you, but I realize you are absolutely not being intellectually honest. And last week, I had a conversation with somebody from a liberal Christian group. Now, many times when I do these podcasts, I record my interviews with people at different times, depending on what works for everybody's schedule. And then I edit them if necessary, not for content. I don't try to edit them to make them sound different than what they actually meant to say, but I edit it for time and whatnot. And I play them on the podcast. So I talked to this liberal Christian group that I've been reading about. I'm not going to mention their name because I've decided I'm not going to play my conversation with them. And I felt like after I talked to these people for half an hour that I had wasted a half an hour of my life. I don't always feel that way. Talking to the left is never a waste of your time. But with these people, it actually was because they would not admit anything on the left side of the aisle, absolutely nothing. When we talked about poverty and I said, well, you know, the poor you're always going to have with you. Not that I don't think that people should care about poor people. I think everyone should care about poor people, but the Bible never commands government to care about poor people. And when I said that, he's got no argument. He was talking in circles about how government this and government that and how government's really us. We, the people, we're the government. So what? I mean, it just got to the point where I just got disgusted with them. And he wouldn't admit that illegitimacy is a huge cause of poverty, would never admit that a lot of the reason that many people stay in poverty is because they make bad decisions. Now, please understand, I know what it's like to work a job that doesn't make a lot of money. I'm not rich. I'm never going to be rich. And I know there are many honorable, very hardworking, poor people here in America. I get that who try to do the best they can, either can't get a break or they're not necessarily that intelligent or that good looking. So there are certain opportunities they're just not going to get. I get that. That doesn't mean they don't work hard, but there are plenty of people whose bad decisions keep them in poverty. They have kids before they have job skills. They have kids before they're married. They take drugs. They drink. They do irresponsible things. They lose jobs. They do all kinds of things that keep them in poverty because there are plenty of people in America who have been born in poverty and have come out of it. 
Now, most people stay in the social class they're born in. If you're wealthy, you're likelier to stay in that social class. If you're middle America, which is kind of me, middle class, middle, middle, middle class, if that's who you are, you're probably going to stay that way your entire life. For the most part, that's the way people are. But a lot of it is behavioral. I'm not interested in being some kind of a big software CEO. Some people are. Some people are. Some people may come from a middle-class home and decide they want to be entrepreneurs. But the fact is, generally, you do stay in the social class you're born in. But you don't have to. This is America. We don't have social castes here in America. So if you make good decisions, if you work really hard, the chances of you getting out of poverty and making a great life for yourself in America are very, very good. But when I talk to liberal groups who think that government should give people a certain amount of money no matter what, government should take care of people uh, when it comes to health care no matter what, government should be just giving things to the poor without even checking to see if they're actually responsible or not, I get bored with it. I'm just at the point now where I'm just tired of these people. And I decided not to play that interview that I did because I just thought I was so irritated with him by the end of it. I was like, okay, thanks very much and done. Because we were getting nowhere. If you will not... See, I talk to people on the left all the time. And I will give them certain points. Most of us agree we want kids educated. Most of us agree we want a safe country. Most of us agree we would like other countries to get along with us. We all agree on that. We may disagree on how to get there. But if you won't acknowledge anything ever that people have a responsibility for, then I can't talk to you. And I get in trouble with people who are Trump supporters. If Trump does something stupid and I say, well, you know, come on, he really blew it there. People get furious with me. I thought you were on our side. No, I'm on the side of the truth. And that's not a left or right side. And so people have to be intellectually honest and not Kool-Aid drinkers. So if the right does something stupid, which the right has done here in Nevada many times, when we had control of the entire state, what do we do? We raise taxes. What do we have? No results. Education's not better. The state's not better. Nothing's better. And I've been very hard on Republicans for that reason. So we all know that's not the answer. The left always thinks government's the answer. The government's got all the tools and all the ability to help you run your life. We know that's not true either. But if you won't be intellectually honest enough to actually say, here's what we could do, because there are so many things you could do in schools that don't cost money. Most of the problems in schools, wait for it, it's a deep point. Most of the problems in schools are caused by the family. Most of the problems in society are caused by the family, the family breakdown. And when I tried to talk to this liberal Christian guy about how government had purposely run black fathers out of the home, because remember, before all these New Deal programs came into being, black families were as intact as white families. But the New Deal came in, war on poverty and running black uh, fathers out of the home and white fathers too, rewarding women for having kids without the fathers in the home. This was all done intentionally. And he still wouldn't acknowledge that that had anything to do with it. Well, you know, they get drug, you know, uh, arrests and then they can't get jobs. Well, then don't take drugs. This is the amazing thing. I remember before marijuana became legal, I actually went in to the black part of town and I sat on a panel and I battled, believe it or not, a couple of white people on the issue of marijuana. And most of the black folks who were in that room, and they were very nice and very polite to me. The white people were not, but that's okay. I can handle it. But the black folks just acted as if, well, you know, they're going to do it anyway. In other words, the assumption was they're going to smoke pot. So why even make it illegal? Why have penalties? What? 
Why is the assumption they're going to smoke pot? Whether you're black, white, Latino, Asian, whatever you are, why is that the assumption? Automatically, you're going to smoke pot. You're probably going to have kids out of wedlock. I mean, this is what we think of our society now. We expect most kids of all colors to just do these stupid things. But the only way that we think is a good solution is to go ahead and just ignore it. Go ahead and let them off the hook because they're going to do it anyway. Really? Where has that gotten us with sex education? Where has that gotten us with anything? And yet people won't actually acknowledge that the family is the basis for everything that happens in society. And when you strengthen the family and you have government policies to strengthen the family, then you benefit society. But these lefties, and some of them are Christians, just go right back to government for everything. And when I talked to this black friend of mine, who was not a good friend, but a black cultural critic, and I said to him, when he went on and on and on about how America's so tough and it's tough to make a living here and you just can't get ahead. And I said, where would you rather live if you're black? Where's a better place to live? And he couldn't answer my question because America's the best place in the entire world to live, whether you're black or white. And he couldn't acknowledge that. And the fact that he wouldn't acknowledge that, once again, proves he's not being intellectually honest. Is America perfect? Of course we're not perfect. You know why? Because we're made up of people. But it's still the best place in the world to live. You actually have a shot here in America. In most places of the world, you have no shot. You have no shot to get an education, ever own a business, ever pick the kind of job you want to get. If you're a woman, your options are what? Working uh, the prostitution? Is that your only option? In a lot of countries, that's it. Those are your options because you're never going to get an education. So America is an amazing place that has amazing opportunities and people still whine and think government is the solution. Remember that government is made up of people who are just as flawed as you are. And so when you think government should be in charge of it, really? There's a great book that I recommend you read called The Tragedy of American Compassion. And it's written by Marvin Olasky, who's written a bunch of books and I love him. And he talks about how compassion in America got misplaced. It used to be that when you had poor people, they were assessed. And if they were what they called the worthy poor, they were helped. Families would either take them in or take personal interest in helping them. Nowadays, government just writes you a check, doesn't care why you're poor, doesn't care if you stay in poverty. And this whole idea of giving everybody a certain amount of money per month, we already do that. It's called welfare. Have you been to Walmart on the first of the month? Have you seen what happens? Everybody goes, fills their cart with crap. They're all 50 pounds overweight. And that's not working. And then we tell people on welfare and food stamps and whatnot, we allow them to buy crap. We complain that folks are dying. We complain about Americans' diet. And yet we allow people to buy potato chips and soda and cookies and crap on my dime as a taxpayer. How does that help anybody? All that does is cause people to be sicker and fatter and lazier. They don't feel good. They don't want to work. That, by the way, goes for me. If I don't eat right, I don't feel good either. I understand what that's like, but we have government sponsoring that. Why is that? Because of I don't know, things like potato chip manufacturers and, you know, potato growers and all that. We get it. Big agriculture is pushing this because a lot of smarter people aren't eating that junk anymore. So what do you do? You get the less educated people who statistically smoke more, drink more and eat more crap. You give it to them. And what does that do? That keeps them enslaved, feeling bad, feeling lazy, fat and miserable. This is all a plot. 
But when somebody will not admit that government has any role at all to play in this, that government is not neutral, I'm just done with them at this point. I'm going to spare you those conversations because I'm just done with these people. If you cannot acknowledge anything that I say, because it's a proven truth, when I say things about that, poverty and what's going on with the American family, it's true. It's not an opinion. It's not a right-wing thing. It's the absolute truth. And if you won't give me that point even, then I know you're just a liar. That's the bottom line. And I'm just done with it, really. I'm Heidi Harris. Join me for my live weekday show at 670 AM KMZQ in Las Vegas. Weekdays, 9 AM to 10 AM. You can follow me at HeidiHarris.com. That's H-E-I-D-I, HeidiHarris.com. You can, of course, subscribe to my podcast at iTunes for free. At HeidiHarris.com, you'll also find a link to buy my books. My latest one is called Don't Pat Me on the Head. Blowbacks, setbacks, and comebacks in Vegas radio. If you like talk radio, even if you don't like me, I think you'll get something out of the book. It's great career advice, how to handle the blowback when you get kicked around at work. We've all been through it. It's great advice. It's not a political book, so check it out. Don't pat me on the head. It's also available on Kindle, and the link's there at HeidiHarris.com, or you can check it out at Amazon. Until we meet again, remember, be intellectually honest, really. Please, I'm begging you. And remember, you've been created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell.